بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله نبي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وآله الطيبين الطاهرين اللهم أخرجني من ظلمات البه وأكرمني من نور الفه اللهم افتح علينا أبواب رحمتك وانشر علينا خزائن علومك برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين إن شاء الله today we want to start a new subject. As you remember, we said that in Islamic moral system, there are some values that are very fundamental. And it's very important to recognize that they have such fundamental position because then you give priority to them. You try to make sure that you don't disregard them. We talked about truthfulness, which we said seems to be the most fundamental and everything else goes back to it. We talked about karama, honor, dignity. Then we talked about tabago, humbleness. Then we talked about ensaf. Okay? Fairness. Another value which is very important is Rafa, loyalty. Loyalty is very important. This can be in different ways. So sometimes this comes very close to trustworthiness and honesty. <coughs> Sometimes rafa or loyalty is with respect to a covenant, an agreement between you and another person or another party. For example, we agree on a purchase on a sale. So I say, for example, I give you this house, and you say, I give you this much money. We fix all the terms and conditions, and we agree. After we agree on this, then everyone should remain loyal to this agreement. Unfortunately, some people, when they make an agreement with someone, still they keep thinking, should I do it? Shouldn't I do it? Is it to my interest to keep this or not? When you make the agreement, finish. Don't think about it. You have given your words. You have promised. So you have to make sure that at least from your side, there is no break of that agreement. So this is called al-wafa'u bil-ahd. Ahd is at least between two people. Can be between three people, but at least two people. So a kind of agreement, a kind of covenant, a kind of treaty. 
and everyone should be loyal to that Ahd. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, وَأَوْفُوا بِالْعَهْدِ Surah Isra, verse 34. Be loyal to the covenant that you make. Truly, the covenant, the Ahd, is something that will be asked about. You will be asked about it. You will be questioned about it. It means that you have to be answerable. In Surah Baqarah, verse 177, Mu'minin are those people that when they make an agreement, when they sign an agreement or give their words, they are loyal. Okay? And then there are many hadiths about this. Inshallah, I will go to this hadith later. Right now, I am clarifying the concept. So sometimes it is al-wafa'u bil-ahd. Sometimes it is al-wafa'u bil-wa'd. This is different. Wa'd is to make a promise, but not necessarily receiving anything. Okay? Ahd is a kind of agreement between two people. Although you promise, but this promise is based on an agreement. You receive something, then you do something. You give and you take, you know? Va'd can be unilateral. I promise you to do something for you. Maybe you are not doing anything for me. I just promise to do this. I promise to give you something. I promise to visit you. I promise to give you a book, for example. This is va'd. Keeping your promise is also necessary. Al-wafa'u bil-wa'd. So did you understand the difference between al-wafa'u bil-ahd and al-wafa'u bil-wa'd? Yes. These are two concepts. You know, one of them is more severe. If there is ahd, means a covenant between us, it is more serious because you are also taking something from the other person. Some people, when it comes to va'd, they take it easily. They say, I am not receiving anything. I told him I give him a book. I don't want to give him a book. He has not paid anything. But this is wrong. Not only when you take something instead, 
you have to be loyal. Even if you don't take anything and you just given him your word, you promised him, again, you have to keep your word. Do you understand the difference? For example, we have hadith from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In which he said, Al-Idatu, Al-Idatu, Dainun. Ida comes from Va'd, like Thiqa. Thiqa comes from Wuthu. This is Mithale Wabi. You know, Mithale Wabi, sometimes Fa'u'l-Fil is deleted, and instead Ta is coming at the end. Okay? So, al-idatu means al-wa'd. Dainun. This is your debt. If you tell someone, I give you 1,000 pounds, someone is enough money, someone wants to marry, I don't know, wants to go for treatment, you tell him, I give you 1,000 pounds. This is like you have taken already 1,000 from him and you owe him. It's the same. Al-idatu dainun. Don't say, I just promised. I have not taken anything from him. I want to change my word. In Islamic society, Islamic community, people should have trust in each other. So if people don't keep their promises, then it will be chaos. Every time you want to do something, you are worried. Are they going to keep their promise? Are they not going to keep their promise? This is not Islamic community. Vailun, Rasulullah said. Vailun, liman wa'da, thumma akhlafa. After saying al-idatu daynun, he said vailun. لمن وعده ثم أخلفه. What does it mean, Vailon? Woe to those who promise and then they break. They don't keep. Then he repeated, Vailon لمن وعده ثم أخلفه. For the third time, Vailon لمن وعده ثم أخلفه. This is the way Islam looks at loyalty. It's something that there must be no doubt about it, no question about it. Even if someone, God forbids, if there is a Muslim who is lazy with his salat and with his fasting, he should not be loose with his promise. This is very fundamental. In another hadith, Rasulullah said, Idatul Dainun. The same thing that we had in the previous hadith. The promise of Mu'min is Dain like a debt. 
وعدت المؤمنك الأخذ باليد When a mu'min promises something, it's like taking with hand, which can mean one of the two. It can mean that you can assume that you have taken it. If I tell you I give you my book, it should be for you like you have already my book in your hand. Or the second possibility is that maybe it means when you promise, it's like you have taken and you want to give back. You have taken and you want to give back. But I think maybe the first interpretation is... So you have to be sure that when I tell you, you will get it. Even if I'm going to go out of my way, I am not going to let you down. Okay? Yes. Repeat the hadith, please. Father? Rasulullah. Yes. Idatul Mu'mine. Dainun. Wa idatul Mu'mine kal akhze biliyad. Amana is the third. I am coming to Amana. Amana is different. So, one is Al-Wafa'u Bil-Ahd. The second is Al-Wafa'u Bil-Wa'd. The third is this is where I said it comes close to trustworthiness. When you have Amana, someone has entrusted you with something valuable. For example, he says, you know, keep this money for me. Keep this car for me. I am traveling. Look after my business, my family, my house. This Amana should be 100% Respected. A mu'min is very careful about <coughs> amana. You remember when we were talking about Sidqul Hadith, I read for you few hadith which said Sidqul Hadith wa Ada'ul Amana. Delivery of the trust comes to truthfulness, comes next to the truthfulness. You remember we had this. So this is the third dimension of there is another dimension of wafa. If someone has done something good for you, you should have wafa in the sense of being loyal, grateful. You know how bad it is if we benefit from each other for some time and then we totally forget. Imagine a child who forgets the services of his parents or husband and wife who forget the good time that they had, you know, the you know, help, the services, the benefits they received from each other. 
two friends, two friends that they have been friends for some years, and now they forget each other. This is not loyalty. Vafa is not necessarily in the form of giving a promise or signing a contract. Vafa is also <coughs> keeping the relation that you had with someone and being grateful for that relation. Especially if someone has a kind of right over you. It can be mutual, equal, husband and wife, for example. But sometimes it is a person has right, like parents and child, teacher and a student. If there has been a teacher that we have benefited from that teacher for some time, then we should always remember that. We cannot say, this semester I don't have any class with him. Amir al-Mu'minin said, Man allamani harfan faqad sayyarani abda. If someone teaches me one letter, he has made me his servant. Okay? So, Amir al-Mu'minin alayhi salam. Sometimes, unfortunately, we see not in the Hose, but in some other places, you see, some students have respect for teachers before exam. Before marks come. After that, no respect. <laughs> but if you are a mu'min till you die, you should remember your teachers and pray for them. Mention their name with respect. Do a step far for them. Yeah? This is wafa. We should have loyalty. Or, for example, if Someone has done something good for you. Mm -hmm. If your father-in-law has given you this lady, his daughter, as your wife, <coughs> your mother-in-law, you have to be always grateful, grateful and loyal. Mm -hmm. Don't say, you know, Alhamdulillah, finished, now we are engaged. <laughs> no. All your life, you have to be <coughs> grateful to them and show loyalty to that family. You are now, till end of your life, in debt to that family. Because they have trusted you. Maybe they regret it. <laughs> but anyway, you have to be loyal. Also, people should be loyal to them. You know, sometimes in you know, organization, you are accepted to work for an organization. But you have to be loyal to it. If you don't want to be loyal, Resign. But there are some types of loyalty that even after resignation you have to consider. You cannot you know, go and you know, give all the secrets to other people. But especially when you are still working with them, you have to be loyal. So, Wafa has different dimensions. A very important aspect of Wafa is the Wafa of the Followers for their leaders. Like companions of Imam Hussein and Imam Hussein. You all know this hadith that Imam Hussein in the night of Ashura, after 
explaining to them that <coughs> there is no kind of good end for this in the sense of no way to save our lives and they want to kill me and Imam said you can use the darkness of the night and go and save yourself even even to make them not feel bad in my understanding even Imam to make them feel not bad said take some of my family members with you so that they don't feel you know embarrassed that we are saving our lives you can say okay we saved Imam but they said no and as you know they said different things some of them said you know, when we are burned tens of times we are then Imam said I don't know of any companions anyone who is more benevolent and more loyal than my companions because they know after death I am giving them permission to go even I am encouraging them to go but they say Although we know we cannot save your life, but still we are going to remain. So this Rafa loyalty is very important. Unfortunately, sometimes some people are like people of Kufa and Muslim Ibn Aqib. There was no Rafa. When Muslim was popular, they were with him. When he was not popular, he didn't have power and position, they left him. This is not Rafa. So, a mu'min has to have this loyalty. In the first place, of course, our loyalty is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But then, with our imam, with the, our teachers, our leaders, with our parents, with our friends, anyone who has done something good for us. So, as you see, this wafa is a very important concept. And... It seems to me, I like to listen to your ideas also, in a sense, it's connected to fairness. Because you are acknowledging that you owe to other people. If you are not fair, you don't feel that you have to be loyal. But if you are fair, you always remember that I owe this person mm -hmm. now let us read some hadith from the first category and then we go to Wad and others inshallah there is a hadith that I have sometimes maybe quoted for you this hadith in other lectures I am very impressed by this hadith a person asked Imam Zainul Abidin about Jami al-Shara'i'ad-Din. He said, Oh Imam, akhbirni an Jami al-Shara'i'ad-Din. Of course, I don't remember, Oh Imam, but I'm just explaining for you. He said, akhbirni an Jami al-Shara'i'ad-Din. Please inform me about all the shara'ah, all the 
requirements for being a religious person. All the things that we have to do. Okay? You remember I gave you the meaning of Sharia. Sharia, a place that you get access to river. Yes, Sharia. So, Imam alayhi salam is asked a very difficult question. Imagine someone <coughs> says to you, explain to me all the things that we have to do in Islam. So you say, you know, at least I need one hour to tell you everything that you have to do. Because that's Jami'i Sharaid. He didn't say some of it, he said all of it. But Imam Zainul Abidin with his knowledge, with his insight, with his wisdom, in three words gave him the answer. It means that these three include everything, contain all the values. To say the word of truth, to tell the truth, to speak the truth. To judge according to the requirement of justice or to rule. Hok means to rule or to judge justly. And to be loyal to your covenant, your agreement. If someone has these three, he is a Muslim, he is a mu'min. If someone doesn't have these three, his Iman, his Islam is under question mark. Pardon? Loyalty should be to people that have some rights. Not, for example, we are a group of gangs, and you know we have loyalty to the group. You know, sometimes this is the wrong loyalty. No, 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 because he should be loyal to Allah, he should be loyal to virtues, he should be loyal to half. Our loyalty to people originates from our commitment to truth. This is a good question you ask. This is why I believe this is derived from truthfulness. We are not loyal to people for their own sake, so that even if they are on the wrong side, we keep loyal to them. We are loyal to Haq. If there is a true leader, he has right over us. Parents have right over us. Teachers, 
But if they want us to do something haram, if they want us to do this, you know, some act of sin mm -hmm. to disobey Allah, our loyalty to Allah precedes. Okay? Yes, so, yes, even, for example, with respect your brother, to help him, whether he is Zalim or Mazlum, but helping him when he is Zalim is to stop him. Mm -hmm. Imam Sadiq Ali Salam said, you know, sometimes when you read these hadith, you really feel very sad. It's as if Islam is something and what we do is something else, unfortunately. Islam is really uh, lonely and a stranger, a gharib, really. If we had these things, you know, in our community, all people of the world, you know, would have loved to come to Islam. Imam Sadiq said, There are three things that no one has any excuse to disregard, to ignore, to forget. No excuse. It's like Mubahasa. <laughs> you don't have any excuse for not doing Mubahasa. These three things are like that. Even more important. Ada'ul amana ilal barri wal fajr. Ada'ul amana ilal barri wal fajr. Ilal barri wal fajr. You should deliver the trust to the good people or bad people. No matter who has given you this amana, you have to give him back. Even if Yazid has given you his sword, you have to give him back. Amana has no condition. You have to give him back. Don't say, you know, he's a bad person. I don't want to give him. He's not a Muslim. He is not a, I don't know, believer. Whoever he is, it's not your business in this case. Mm -hmm. You have to give him Amana back. Mm -hmm. Yes. What if you know that he's going to kill someone innocent with that? Wouldn't be a, a part of the crime if you, you know. Then, that's another issue. If, for example, the commitment towards Haq requires you to keep this temporarily away from him because he's going to, for example, kill himself, that's another issue. But you have to have that nature that is, I mean, is trustworthy. You remember I told you once that when it comes to actions, there might be exceptions, but when it comes to qualities, there are no exceptions. Maybe sometimes you have to not tell the truth. Maybe you, sometimes you have to tell a lie to save an innocent life. But your truthfulness as a 
quality has to remain intact. So, you have to give amana, but if this person, for example, is now, he has given you, for example, his gun, and now you see he's angry, he says, I want to kill myself, give me my gun. <laughs> okay, right now, although you are honest and trustworthy, for the sake of better good, you may delay giving him. Say, let his anger is finished, then I give him back. But uh, these are very exceptional cases. And when we say you have to be amin, it's clear that it means that for selfish reasons, you should not, you know, stop giving back. Because normally people, for selfish reasons, they don't want to give amana back. They want to benefit for some time or forever from this thing. Yes. Can we have the questions after a few minutes? Because there are a few questions and inshallah I come to your question. So, Ada'ul Amana Ilal Barre Wal This is our religion. When it comes to Quran and Hadith, we can raise our head and say this is Islam. When it comes to our practice, sometimes we have to Bent, unfortunately. <laughs> Alhamdulillah, there are many good Muslims, but I'm saying sometimes, and some people, in some places. Maybe not in this planet. When there is ahd, there is a covenant, you have to be loyal, no matter the other side is good or bad. Is pious or sinful? Don't say, I don't keep my, you know, word because that other person I realize is not a good person. It's not up to you. You have to be kind to your parents. Whether they are good or bad. And indeed these are connected to each other. Because you have a covenant with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be respectful and kind to your parents. So, if someone is not kind to his parents, indeed he is not loyal even to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So these are three universal values. You should follow them, observe them in all circumstances. Okay, uh, I stop here. We continue discussion until next week, so we can listen to your questions.